Welcome to Simply Happy, a show helping you learn more empowered living through mental, emotional, and energetic mastery. I'm Olivia Ryman, an author, empowerment coach, and your hostess with the mostest. As someone who's overcome bipolar, anxiety, depression, and more, I'm a firm believer that you have the power to not let any circumstance hold you back. It's my mission to help you take ownership of your life from the inside out. So let's chat about some tips that have helped transform my life and many others, because life doesn't need to look perfect to be happy. Hey there, what's up? It's your girl Olivia and thanks for joining me for this episode of Simply Happy. If you're new here or haven't already, remember to subscribe to the show and leave a review. And when you find yourself loving the show and wanting to take things to the next level, make sure to check out Empowered University and or my one-on-one coaching at www.simplyolly.com slash work with Ollie. That's O-L-I, Ollie. The link is in the show notes. All right, welcome to episode 160. Three, I don't know why we just needed that that much hype for this episode for some reason. But we are talking about turning tough experiences into ideal opportunities. <sighs> this is my bread and butter. This is my life. This is everything. I love it. <laughs> just makes me constipated. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I get weird sometimes, my friends. But um, this is something I do actually really enjoy doing. And it's probably just because, you know, if, if you know my story, if you know what I've gone through, what I've been through with bipolar anxiety, depression and trauma and yada, yada, and yada, yada, all the things. Um, and if, by the way, if you don't know that, you can go to my website, go to the about page and, and, and read up um, on on my, my life um, and how things have played out. But, um, you know, I've, I've had a lot of tough experiences. And, you know, I am 30 years old. Hello. I don't feel like that, 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 I don't feel like that's that old. <laughs> um, but there's been a lot of tough experiences and I would not be who I am, where I am doing what I am today. If I hadn't learned and practiced and taught myself how to turn the, all these tough experiences and some that baby are still coming at me, um, if I haven't l- learned how to turn them into ideal opportunities or even just saw it through that lens. Um, and so this is really, this is really important stuff, okay? Make sure you're listening up. Um, and I talked about this on a previous episode, but like this is what I do in uh, my Empower Hour one-on-one empowerment coaching sessions. Uh, literally, you you know, you know bring me a struggle. You bring me a tough experiences. A tough experiences? Let's, okay, one for right now. We can talk about more later. Uh, but you can you bring me a tough experience and I'm, I'm here to help you flip it. I'm here to help you see the opportunity, to see it through a different perspective, to help you feel empowered um, and, and take those steps forward and be able to like move forward and not let this hold you back because that's it's like it's just not helpful to our well-being uh, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, all the lee well ways. You know, it's just not helpful um, to be sitting 
struggling with uh, circumstance. And so, you know, my my tagline for for those calls is some people flip houses, I flip mindsets. Um, And it's because I love doing it. Ask any of my friends, ask any of my clients or any of my students. um, If they bring me something, the, you know, the first thing I'm going to do is be like, you know, I totally, that really is a bummer. You know, I meet you where you're at, but then I'm like, we could we could see it this I sound like you know like a balloon slowly letting out air but we could flip this and see this a different way and actually make this be something that works in your favor um anyway so you know this is it's a it's an important skill to have I would say for anybody to be living empowered to be living in alignment um it's it's an incredibly important skill to have uh, even if it's something you still need help with, you still need support with from time to time. I'm not perfect. I still need support sometimes. I still need people to, to you know, empower me sometimes. And that's okay. That's okay. But uh, when we, you know, when we focus on the mindset we have around something um, and the emotion. So mindset and emotions, I'm going to take a minute really quick. Okay. Mindset and emotions kind of go hand in hand. I wouldn't say one one gets more over the other. Um, and, and a way that I do explain this is, you know, your mindset can fuel your emotions and your emotions can fuel your mindset. So it just kind of depends on which one pops up first. Um, but like, you know, f- quick example, if somebody cuts you off in traffic and immediately you think like, what a jerk, they cut me off. And then it makes you feel angry and you let that anger kind of like stew then it's going to fuel your mindset and it's going to make you think of more things that make you angry. And the cycle continues. So they kind of, to me, mindset and emotions sit on a very similar level and we can actually tap into them and utilize them to, uh, to, to shift the other, if you will. Um, and that's a conversation for another day, probably. But, uh, and it, it'll probably come up in here, but you get what I'm saying. But basically our, our mindsets and our and emotions, they influence our energy, our energetics, how we're holding things in our body, which is going to affect us physically. It's also going to affect the people around us. It's going to affect the energy that we're radiating and the way that we see life and all of that stuff. Um, So it's so important for us to be able to flip anything that we find ourselves in. And I think, you know, especially with the pandemic that everyone has lived through, this has been more prominent now more than ever, is that we, we you know, we really, it's so important for us to do this work. So some people might do this automatically. And I say that not because anybody's predisposed or genetically superior to be able to do this, okay? Maybe, maybe it's something you just naturally do. Maybe it's something that your parents freaking taught you. Maybe it's something you just picked up from somebody one day and you're like, yeah, that's how I want to live my life. Um, Some people might just do this automatically while others might need to practice at it a bit more. It's literally the same with anything in life. Um, And I'll be so straight. I'm one of those practicers. This did not come to me naturally. Um, My tough experiences, you know, led me to the point to a breaking point. You know, I tried to end my life on three occasions. Um, So I am definitely a practicer for all my practicers out there, for all my people who are automatically on it, like, good for you. Um, And for everyone who's practicing, good for you. (laughs) 
we're all we're all doing great. Um, but again, like there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing uh, problematic with needing to practice that. And I do think that even people who do it automatically, there's going to maybe be some areas or some tough experiences that are going to involve some intention in in seeing it in a different light. Um, so uh, my vote is no one's immune. Okay, no one can just completely do this all the time unless well i was gonna say unless you're a buddhist monk but then again practicer you know what i'm saying (laughs) um regardless um, i'm gonna just i'm gonna stop babbling on that but this can be done so turning tough experiences into ideal opportunities can be done in hindsight or in the present moment so In hindsight, maybe, you know, an example, I look back at failed relationships and I'm looking at all of the value that I've gained from it, from all of them, Um, each one. Maybe it's what I learned about myself. Maybe it's what I learned about uh, what I like or don't like in a relationship. Maybe it's something I learned about, um, you know, if, if I do this, this might happen or if they do this, this might happen or my preferences, what, whatever, right? So you can look back in hindsight and kind of see those, those things. You can see the opportunities there, or you can make it a whole opportunity by seeing the value. Get what I'm saying? You can also do it in the present moment. I literally just did this the other day. Um, I was in a bit of an emotional funk. Um, some, some stuff had come up and so some tears and fear and doubt was coming up. And literally in that moment, when tears started escaping my face, um, I saw it as an opportunity to really do some energetic healing and to let it actually be released from my body. So rather than just kind of letting the cry carry on, rather than even trying to figure out what it was, um, I just stepped into energetic healing mode. And this is something that I do teach inside Empowered University. Um, it is part of, you know, the empowerment teaching that I do in there. Um, but, you know, this is something where I allowed it to just literally like get out of my body. And it it really resolved itself very quickly. I felt so much better and it didn't stick with me. Um, and so, you know, that was, that's one of those things that you can see as a tough experience of like, crap, all these doubts are flooding my head again, you know, just like old, maybe old habits or behaviors and, and see the opportunity in that moment to do something about it um, or to learn from it. And those were just two examples. But again, something you can do in hindsight, you can look back to find the ideal opportunities or you can look at it in the present moment, Um, which I would say the present moment takes a bit more practice. And so maybe that is something where you you practice more in hindsight and then you kind of learn how to tap into that in a more present moment type of way. Um, But the bottom line is that turning tough experiences into ideal opportunities is a choice, my friend. It is a choice. It is not something that gets handed to you oftentimes. Um, and even if it does, you still have to choose to take it or leave it. Um, so even if somebody, you know, comes up to you and this you're going through this tough experience, who knows what it is, and somebody's like, yeah, but what if you actually saw it this way? Now, given we don't want to sit here and like 
be like, oh, I have to take everybody's unsolicited advice. I think there is a there. I know there is a way to be very mindful about how you approach and make sure that that person is going to consent to that feedback because it's it's not always the kindest thing to undermine how somebody's feeling to try to give them a perspective shift. So I will say, don't go around doing that. Um, if you know the person or if they know you well and they know that that's kind of the dynamic, my friends know that, <laughs> um, that then they expect that from me. If they want to vent, they literally don't come to me, <laughs> which is wonderful. Like, it's so funny. Like, they go find somebody who will just listen to them venting. If they don't even want their perspective shifted on it, they just want to complain about it, they literally will not come to me. <laughs> and I think that's that's just a whole, that's a whole other episode, but that's knowing your people. That's knowing who you're talking to. Um, but it is a choice. So even if, you know, I, a friend comes to me and they're like, here's my tough experiences. And I'm like, okay, well, what if, you know, have you thought about looking at it this way or letting it kind of lead you down this path? Um, you know, it's, it's, it's the other person's choice is your choice, right? At that point to take it or leave it. So it's still a choice, even if somebody presents it to you. Um, and you know, sometimes we don't always want to make that choice. Sometimes we do need to either take our time with it, to sit in it and understandably, if you need to process it, process it. Um, but if you are ready to move forward from it, and even if moving forward is, you know, processing as you move forward, that's okay too. Uh, I know I've found myself in situations like that. Um, like recently I found myself dealing with a with a new bit of a new health condition, which I'm, I'm not going to talk about just yet. But, um, you know, I took a moment to kind of process it and now I am moving forward with it and also allowing myself to process it as I move forward. And that's okay. So think of it, you know, we talk about it being a choice. So you can kind of think of it like looking for gratitude nuggets. It's something you're intentionally looking for. And maybe you're new here and you're like, Olivia, what's a gratitude nugget? Maybe you've been here for a while and you're like, yeah, grat nuggies. Uh, but gratitude nuggets are basically looking for these little bits of gratitude in, in everyday life, in the day-to-day. You know, my right shoe broke, but gratitude nugget, my left shoe's still going strong. Um, you know, like literally right now, I'm like, my left shoulder's really hurting, but gratitude nugget, my right shoulder is not hurting anymore. <laughs> um, so I can use that bad boy, you know, if I need to. So it's it's looking for those those small things, those very um, grounded, day-to-day, tangible, real-world type of things. Um, gratitude nuggets can be, but don't tend to be like, the sun is shining and I'm alive. And those are great things to be grateful for, but gratitude nuggets are probably a little more maybe sarcastic or comical or just like honest. <laughs> Not that the other ones aren't honest. You get what I'm saying? Um, and sometimes that's what we have to do during a tough experience uh, to see it uh, as as an ideal opportunity. And I will say this. Um, I've had, we're about to get on, I won't get like detailed, but, you know, I'm going to talk about suicide for a second because it is something I've, you know, had experience uh, attempting and um, I've had family members you know, that, that kind of thing, known people who have, who have um, done that, and other people who have tried, uh, attempted like I have. And when I talk to other people um, who have also attempted, you know, we kind of, it's, of course, it's in hindsight, um, but we talk about this just like, 
this like ideal opportunity to celebrate so big our failure, you know, because in that moment it can be very um, it can be very defeating when you attempt something like that because you are in such a such a state that is so low and you don't succeed. And in hindsight, and I, I do feel like this is something that could be done in the moment. At that stage in my life, I, you know, I didn't have a teacher sharing that with me. But, um, you know, it is something where, you know, it's such an opportunity to celebrate how amazing failure can be, how valuable failure can be, how important failure can be. If I didn't fail over and over at that, I wouldn't be here. Um, And so that's a tough experience that is sometimes very uncomfortable for people to talk about. Like my hubs love him. He gets so uncomfortable because it's just not I mean I'm desensitized to at this point because it's it was my firsthand experience and I've done a lot of work around it but um you know it is one of those things where it's like yeah you can just see the opportunity there and 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 celebrate it even when it's such a dark topic um and so you know I encourage you you can take anything and flip it find value in it grow from it, use it as fuel, any of that stuff. You you can take any experience, I, I swear to you. And I know I haven't had all of the like toughest experiences. I get that. So I can't completely speak to everyone's. But when I hear inspirational stories of, you know, people who have just gone through some of the most intense things that I, I've never even come close to experiencing, but even they find the ideal opportunities in those experiences. So that's why I'm just such an advocate and such a believer that like, it doesn't matter what it is, you can find an opportunity in it. And I I swear by it. <laughs> I'm that intense about it. Um, but some things you can ask yourself, I want you to be able to put this into practice, right? Um, and again, we talked about practicing. Hello. Uh, So some things you can ask yourself are, you know, how can you make this work in your favor? What value are you gaining? Where might this be leading you? What are you able to release? Are you letting this define you in in an empowering way or a disempowering way? And how can you see this situation differently? Now, what I will say is if this is something you want to practice and you don't have a ton of practice with, don't go for the big, most traumatic thing in your life or whatever it might be, right? Maybe don't go with like the fresh relationship breakup if you don't feel comfortable doing that yet. I'm going to encourage anybody to do anything. But like if, if, if that's not something that you're like, I don't even want to go there yet, that's totally cool. Okay, so what I'm going to encourage you to do is actually practice with something small and work up to things that feel bigger. And so this is where kind of the gratitude nugget thing I was talking about comes in. Now, given this is a little, little different than gratitude, um, because usually gratitude nugget, you literally just say gratitude nugget this as to where this might be like, here's the opportunity. Here's the value. Here's how I can see this differently or approach this differently. Right. And so you can work with something literally as small as um, maybe you have taken a get ready strap in maybe you've taken a fruit cup and you've 
cracked that baby open, and it decided that as you peeled that wrapper away, that top wrapper, you know, as you pulled that back, it was going to throw up its contents onto your shirt, and it was going to spit it all out like a lukey almost, and just spritz you with everything it had in its power, because apparently fruit cups do that, <laughs> right? That is one of those small moments where you can go, what's, where, what's the ideal opportunity here? What's, what's the opportunity? Maybe the opportunity is that you can go put on a totally different shirt and you're like, sweet, I can pick, I can pick a new outfit. Maybe, maybe the opportunity is that you've learned how to very quickly and easily clean fruit cup, um, you know, guts off of your shirt without having anybody notice. Boom. Maybe the opportunity is that you have learned to wear a fruit cup with pride <laughs> because that's the situation you're in and there was nothing you could do about it. And you were like, you know what? Somebody was like, what happened to you? And you're like, you know, a fruit cup spit up all over me. Wild, right? Has that ever happened to you? So maybe it was an opportunity to have a little confidence when things aren't going your way. Do you see how you can play with this and flip it? There are so many opportunities in the opportunity you can find. It's like literally a game for me. I love it. I love it. So you can start off with something absurdly small, right? Very minuscule and work up to things that feel bigger. Um, like I said, like that's something where you get to kind of gauge where you're at you get to gauge, you know, what you feel comfortable with. And maybe even uh, this is another kind of idea for you. Here's another. This is an opportunity for me to come up with another idea. Um, but you could maybe see somebody else's situation and to yourself, not to that person, but maybe somebody brings you a complaint and you use it as an opportunity to practice finding opportunities. So they bring you a tough situation and there's no emotional attachment there because it is somebody else's tough situation. And so you take a moment to kind of explore what opportunities are here, what options, what, what avenues, like how could, how could we flip this? How could they see this differently? Um, and that will also give you practice um, in a way that is a little more detached, a little more disconnected. Um, and it's just, yeah, it gives you a little bit of a practice run and you don't actually have to then apply it. So if you need a real step one, maybe do it to other people. Don't tell them. Like, do it in your head, please. Um, again, no unsolicited uh, opportunity providing unless, you know, you ask first. And you're like, well, would you, you know, would you be open to exploring how we could, you might want to see it differently? And if they're like, no, I don't want to do that right now. Or maybe they're like, yeah, help me out. You know, please get consent first. Um but uh, that's something you could still kind of kind of play with. Um, and again, you don't have to actually follow through with it because it's not your thing. Uh, but then I encourage you to do it to yourself because the follow through is is helpful and it's valuable. So, yeah, that's that's what's up. So if you liked this episode, please spread the support by sharing on social or telling a friend about it through your face, phone, snail mail or carrier pigeon. You can also check out my free tools, books, and ways to work with me at www.simplyolly.com. Links are in the show notes, baby. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you keep saying simply awesome. I'll keep saying simply Ollie, and I'll chat with you on the next pod. Bye.